Uh, hi, everyone. Welcome to the Commentarians. Is this Prairie Home Companion? Husband Bulge is now a part of my permanent vocabulary. <laughs> I saw a squirrel. I am going to point out real quick, this to me is like the most disturbing scene in the entire movie. Stop listening right now and go watch Firefly. Hey, this is my podcast. I'm sorry, sorry, Joe. <laughs> We are saying that not only have we been wounded, we survive, and there's a God who heals of these wounds. Jesus isn't about the isms. Uh, he's about his kingdom. Because it is kind of like this idea that Jesus died for all of our sins, except when you had sex. And Jesus doesn't cover that. Welcome, everyone, to the Commentarians Coming Attractions number 17. I'm your host this month, Joe. Uh, with uh, this month's uh, main episode host, Emily Dixon. How's it going? Hey, Joe. Going good. Going so, good. So next, yeah, next level chaos over here, but yeah, that's normal for us, right? Yeah, I think so. <laughs> I think, uh, yeah, we, we're those kinds of people where nothing's ever uh, calm. <laughs> No, no, I, I don't. I think we'd probably implode if we had too much calmness in our lives. That's probably so. true. <laughs> <laughs> this is fitting because this is the month of October when all of the crazy stuff is supposed to be happening, and you know it lends itself nicely to our movie. Yeah. So. There you go. So happy Halloween, everyone! It is the month of October, and along with that, we're going to be doing uh, a, a horror movie horror comedy yeah it's somewhere in between the two and both of the two at the same time sure uh yeah uh i had actually never seen this movie until our guest uh, suggested it and it's actually peter jackson's like first big hurrah with with uh special effects and all the wonderful features that that go along with that mm-hmm. so it was it's a fun fun movie uh not too scary i could definitely see this being like uh something that we probably would have watched in high school and got a kick out of Ooh. and uh what movie yeah. is that oh it's the frighteners with michael j fox of all people yeah <laughs> from 1996 directed by peter jackson uh and, and a small time director uh, I think he kind of faded away after this movie, right? Yeah, never heard from N- him again. Yeah, he <laughs> just not. Yeah, not, I guess I don't know. Maybe he, uh, Hollywood was too much for him. Uh, nobody wanted to give him a budget for any other right. movie. So. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, and in case nobody's picking up on the sarcasm there, uh, of course, you know, Lord of the Rings. I yeah. Mean, what bigger movie has there been, or movies has there been um, in that time period since they've been released? I right. mean, yeah. uh, I think Star Wars would have to be the closest competitors. Yeah. So. And actually, uh, the Lord of the Rings uh, TV show, which is uh, so far slated to be the most expensive television show ever uh ever made oh wow so that's going to be you know crazy to uh you know to behold (laughs) yeah and you know this is he's come such a long ways from the frighteners because he didn't get great reviews with the frighteners at Mm -hmm. all and i I think roger ebert gave him like one star yeah (laughs) and but he had nothing but great things to say about the special effects so that's uh yeah and so how how does how does that look 
I mean, especially yeah. now because we see that like Jurassic Park is kind of like, oh, well, it's not at the time we thought, oh, my God, dinosaurs are real. And now we're like, oh, it's looked like Roger Rabbit, you know, practically. You know, some of it feels a little campy, but -hmm. at the same time, overall, I think it held up pretty well. Hmm. I mean, this is a movie that's over 20 years old and um, it still had some it had a good feel to it. And, uh, you know, but the movie, the script itself is campy. Sure. So you really don't mind the effects being campy. Okay. And where I think, like with Jurassic Park, you know, that's a serious movie, and mm-hmm. it's supposed to give you the jump scares and all of that good stuff with yeah. it. And the, but with this one, because the 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 script overall, I mean, Michael J. Fox was the perfect person to play the lead in this. Um, he, he manages to sell the 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 character very well. Sure. Um, say hello to charlie everyone <laughs> sorry about that <laughs> not a problem at all <laughs> and uh, so yeah overall i'm actually pretty uh, it, it didn't feel odd to watch it let me put it that way right there was okay. never a moment when i looked at it and went oh yeah that's dated <laughs> but it was uh yeah it was it was a lot of fun and um you know i think this is from the same generation where you know um Tales from the Crypt was so big. Right. And uh, so it, it definitely held it better than that. <laughs> and well, and talk about campy because that one, maybe it was the budget, but it was super campy yet super gory also. It had mm-hmm. like really dumb like dad jokes. And, yes. you know, it was just such a silly show with a lot of gore. And from what I've read in the reviews, this is kind of the same thing, only maybe a little bit better than that. That's what you were saying? Yeah, yeah. I, I don't think there was as much gore. Um, there, I mean, we definitely have the bodies decomposing over sure. time as they, they return. But, you know, when you compare it to something that you would see on TV now with, like, you know, Walking Dead, it, it's not even at that level. So okay, yeah, that's I, good. I, yeah, I, I think this is actually would be a fun one, like I said, to watch with the family. I, I would have watched it with my teens when my girls when they were teens. Right. Um, so, I, I mean, it was um, not what I expected uh, from my uh, co-host this month. Because <laughs> uh, I actually um, wanted to talk a little bit about who he is. Yeah. Because it, uh, my co-host... Uh, I was just so thrilled whenever I, I just emailed him and asked him to be on the show. He, we hadn't really had much interaction before. Uh, I heard him on uh, Pure Normal, which is a supernatural podcast about uh, you know just supernatural events, mm-hmm. and they read peer-reviewed papers and discuss um, these events and try to understand them from an academic perspective. Ooh. And very, you know, very thoughtful. And so when he agreed to come on the show, I was just super psyched because in addition to that, does anybody say psyched anymore? Or am I still stuck in the 90s? No, so, that's, <laughs> I still say it. But uh, he actually has his own ministry called CRC. And it is all about supernatural events. And it's about seeing into the spiritual realm. So this was the perfect movie to discuss some of the things he knows about the supernatural and coming at it from a biblical perspective. That's and what fascinates me. I can't wait to hear what, what, what you guys talk about. Oh, he, he has such a broad range of knowledge. And that's one of the reasons why I wanted to do this for Halloween 
because you know this is going to be a topic that a lot of people are talking about this month. Yeah. And he just he he, he understands um, you know how to look at these um, issues without being dismissive of people who've had them, but at the same time he's not going to to sensationalize. Right. So, uh, you know, I, I'm hoping we can get him back for some more horror films because there's a lot of things that we just kind of brushed by because they were just too big to get into. <laughs> and um, it, it, I, I'm really happy with this episode. And I think that it's going to be a great one, even if, you know, as we always say, you don't have to watch the movie. But if you don't watch the movie, there's still going to be a lot of good information there. That is awesome. So, yeah, because, again, I, I don't know what to think about ghosties and ghoulies. Uh, I'm, I, I always, I say that I don't believe in ghosties, but, uh, when I'm talking with, uh, like, you know, uh, I don't, I've been, you know, talking to my, uh, lady friend and we're thinking about, uh, taking the next step someday. And she said, right? if, if, yeah, she said, if we do get a, get a place together, what do you like? What do you want? Is there anything specifically that you're looking for in a, in a home? And I said, just make sure it's not haunted. It's the only thing I ask. And I don't believe in ghosties, but I'm telling if if I hear things go knock, you know, go knock in the night. Is that the term? Is that? Yes, bump in the night. Bump in the night. I freak out if I see girls in Victorian dresses like making eggs, you know, in the middle of the night in the in the kitchen. I will lose my mind. So well, I ask. Doug about that specifically where do ghosts fit into this worldview a Christian worldview yeah because so often we're told that anything spiritual is either angelic or demonic mm -hmm. and so he answers the question I'm not going to answer it for you but That's so cool. uh, tonight <laughs> so he, he did address that and uh, one of the things I really appreciate is uh, the reason why he has studied this so much it's not because he sees these things. It's because his daughter does. Oh, wow. And so he, he wanted to help understand what she was experiencing and help her prepare for how to use this gift in the proper way. Huh. And so it, it's, it's nice to have somebody who is not saying my experience is the only experience and my experience is normative. Sure. He's willing to say, hey, this is what the Bible has to say and this is how we deal with it. Yeah, because so. and that's something that we don't really talk about. Like you said, only if if we ever mention it, which is rare, it's always mm -hmm. in terms of angels or demons. And right. but there are ghosties in the Bible. Yes. It, they talk about them and in different ways, uh, but we don't know again. But we don't see it that way. We kind of brush it off as just oh, that's like a vision. It's just you know they they become they come down from heaven, but. Technically speaking, mm -hmm. sometimes they're ghosties. Yeah, well, and actually uh, with the Witch of Endor, whenever she summons the spirit of Saul, and it says, I see him coming up instead mm -hmm. of coming down. And so, um, you know, and that was Saul himself. The Bible's very clear that this was a person who had died, and she was seeing his spirit after sure. his death. So. Uh, yeah, and a lot of people have said, you know, they really just, I've heard preachers, well-known preachers saying, I don't know what to do with this. And Doug has researched in an attempt to figure out what to do with it. Right. And uh, he actually, he has a website called crc.com, and that's S-E-E-R 
S-E-E.com. And if you just Google Doug Overmeyer, you're going to find him. And he, you know, he's got some great information. And like I said, there's so, we didn't get to go in depth with a lot of stuff. Um, And we, we were both picking up on things that were in the movie, very symbolic, um, that pointed to some things that Peter Jackson was, was hinting to, because he actually helped write the film, not just direct and produce, you know, nice, yeah. he, he wrote. So you know, he was hinting to some of the things that uh, maybe weren't evident to people who weren't involved in this side of the culture. And there was just so much packed in. Um, for those who are familiar with Annabelle, there's a little homage to, to Annabelle in there. Um, really? Some, uh, yeah. Wow. It's, it's very brief. Sure. Uh, there's a, but you know, this was before she was famous. This yeah. was before all the big Annabelle movies. So, right. um, yeah. So there's a lot of things packed into this movie. Um, and I think when you watch horror movies, you know, and I'm talking even scarier than this, cause this one's kind of horror movie light. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, if you can kind of pick apart and see where the writers and the directors are, are coming from and what their, their message is, uh, it kind of gives you some insight into other people's experiences with this story, sort of thing. Mm-hmm. And that's what I found so interesting actually watching this movie with Doug and to get to get his view on it. And because I've had my own experience, I think I wound up talking a little bit more about my experiences than I intended to. But, <laughs> you know, uh, so it, but this this really was a great jumping point for jumping off point for these kinds of conversations. And I'm just hoping there's going to be more. Yeah. I, I really can't. When you first told me about it, I was really excited and I, yeah, now I just can't wait till the 15th. And I, I think I'm going to actually, cause I generally speaking, I, when I listen to these, I just listen to them, but mm-hmm. I think I want to watch the movie because I, I, from what I remember, this is a really fun movie, if nothing else. Uh, you know, I mean, it's got John, John what's his name? John Aston, who played yes. Gomez. Yes. That's And then, of course, Arlie Ermey, who kind of plays the same character he played in Full Metal Jacket. Yes. And, <laughs> that, and that was awesome. <laughs> yeah. So those little touches are always fun. And again, this is a fun movie. And what, this is interesting. Okay. So let's get a little bit of information from this movie now. Peter Jackson, uh, Michael J. Fox, Trina Alvarado, and John uh, Astin, as I mentioned before. But it's rated R for terror and violence. So I guess uh, I don't think it would have gotten that rating today. Yeah, maybe not. I think, and but there is some violence. I hear that there's like Mm -hmm. a mass shooting scene. There is, there is. Uh, again, I don't think it was as graphic as a lot of things on TV today. Yeah, and not as graphic, probably as like what. What some critics are saying that, oh, it's really terrible, it's really graphic, and then other critics are like, I don't know why this got an R rating, so. You know, I think this is one of those things that kind of depends on your sensitivity and how much, I mean, because, you know, just to put it out there, I I watch a lot of things that most people think are disturbing and it never (laughs) even phases me. Yeah. So, um, yeah, so if I say a movie's not that bad, you might want to check with somebody a little bit more sensitive. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, so uh, when, uh, to finish off this information, 63% Rotten Tomatoes rating, so fresh, but not great, but right. 71% audience rating. So, mm-hmm. again, th- like, like many other horror movies, the audience appreciated it a lot more than critics. So, right. 
Yeah, and again, 71% for a horror movie is pretty good and, uh, you know, pretty much on average for a good horror movie. Yeah. So there you go. Um, I couldn't find any Christian reviews for this, but I found a website that uh, reviews movies for kids, sort of, uh, for parents Mm -hmm. who might want to show this this movie to children. And so I pulled a few uh, reviews from a few different people, but... Uh, from Common Sense Media, Charles Cassidy Jr. says, There are a few scenes, such as uh, uh, Havoc at the Egyptian Museum exhibit when the madcap action pace and macabre seem to hit the right notes. Otherwise, it's noisy and not quite as much fun as it's supposed to be. Uh, with the best moments provided by lead actor Fox, a calm center in all the phantasmical whirlwind. So that sounds about right. <laughs> yeah. So every, but again, the the critics that didn't like it said that it's chaotic. It's completely insane and it doesn't make sense. It's way too chaotic. But the critics that loved it said it was totally chaotic and it and it didn't make sense, but it was totally fun. Yes. And so yes. yeah, that would be <laughs> that would be more your uh, where you're coming exactly. from, right? Exactly. So again, Kenneth, exactly. yeah, Kenneth Turan from the LA Times says. Uh, the the Frighteners plot gets crazily complex as patterns appear to develop in all those deaths and uh, and Bannister attempts to put a stop to them. Fortunately, director Jackson, at home with all kinds of excess, keeps everything spinning nicely, not even losing a step when the mood turns increasingly disturbing. So, again, on the other, opposite side, <laughs> agrees that it's insane, but totally, but that, but, you know, like... Like uh, plates spinning in the air yeah. keeps them all spinning. Jackson. Yeah. Oh, Jackson tried to pack everything into this, <laughs> I, I, everything, and it, you know he did a really good job of showcasing his talents with this movie. Right. And I, I don't think Lord of the Rings would have been made uh, if he had not made this one. So really? I yeah. Well, no, yeah. you're probably right because this is the one that really made him. Because again, he this uh, you know. This kind of thing isn't new to him. He made some really gory films in his early years, in his independent ah. film years, like insanely gory and fun, which is, again, <laughs> uh, that's, that's the thing, is that he wasn't just this crazy, like, you know, slasher horror movie director. He did fun, crazy, kind of over-the-top gory stuff that you'd laugh at more than, like, cringe at. Well, I... I think a good comparison for this, this has a very Beetlejuice vibe to it, mm. but it, I didn't feel like it was as dark as Beetlejuice. Yeah, yeah. Okay. So it, 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 it's a little bit lighter than that, but still had that same kind of tone to it. Okay. So, so there you go. <laughs> the Frighteners. Uh, you can find it anywhere where you can stream film to rent. I don't think it's streaming anywhere for free. But uh, you can rent it yeah. everywhere for about three bucks, right? And I'm sure if Absolutely. you want to buy the DVD, it'll probably be like four or five dollars on Amazon or something. And, and I watched it on YouTube for anybody. I don't think there's any different versions out there, but no. uh, that that was the version I watched for this this month. Now, was that uh, like a good full screen version, or was it the one with the uh, you know space in the background and then the the, the screen is in the corner? No, this was a good full screen version. <laughs> nice. See, that's yeah. what that's what happens sometimes is people just post it and since it's a rarely watched movie, like nobody really takes it down. 
So yeah, no, I, I I actually paid the rental fee and got the full screen version. Oh, you rented it? it, it yes, yes. Oh, I, I thought you said that. Okay, I thought you meant. Yeah, I did. I, yeah, I rented it off YouTube. Okay. So, <laughs> <laughs> so, so just in case anyone's wondering where I watched it, you know that that way I know sometimes there's director's cuts and whatever. I don't think there is for this movie, but you know, just in case. Yeah. So there you go. <laughs> Uh, the Frighteners, nineteen ninety six, with uh, guests. What was the guest? Uh, Doug Overmeyer. Doug Overmeyer. J- Doug Overmeyer. Yeah, Doug Overmeyer. Doug, so, <laughs> sorry, Doug Overmeyer. Uh, this one, I'm excited. I'm, su- I'm. I mean, I love. You know, not to toot my own horn, but I love the podcast. I love listening to the episodes that you guys put out when you guys uh, host. But this one, I'm particularly excited about. Because uh, again, I have a lot of questions in this realm because I don't know what to think about this stuff. You know, mm-hmm. I, and I really, not to to go on too long about this, but I really feel like things just fell into place, and you know, I felt like this was the right movie, the right guest, and so I'm happy to go back and listen to it. Nice. Uh, I, I haven't got a chance to yet, and you know, I really do. I feel like this kind of is what we're we're about as the commentarians, yeah. at, at having those spiritual discussions about movies. And this one just it, it, it was just it happened. Everything happened. <laughs> nice. And for yeah. Halloween, no less. This is great. Exactly. All right. Exactly. Okay, so I guess uh, that does it for us at the uh, Commentarians Coming Attractions number seventeen. Uh, can't uh, you guys? Uh, the movie comes out, or the <laughs> the episode comes out on the fifteenth, as it does every month. I know we're a little late posting the uh, coming attractions, but uh, don't worry; it'll uh, you know everything's falling into place again. <laughs> again. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> All right. So uh, until next time, uh, see you at the movies. See you at the balcony. The balcony's open, closed now. It's I I, I never know how to wrap this up. Bye, guys. (laughs) Hey, it worked. Yeah, there you go. You've been listening to the Commentarians Podcast, a Raven Creek Social Club production. Don't forget to follow us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. If you like what you heard, please leave us a review on iTunes. If you'd like to support our show, visit our Patreon page at patreon.com slash thecommentarians. Thank you for listening. And until next time, remember, movies are a reflection of our lives and of other people's lives, and we get to experience them together. Come back to the movies with us. We love sharing them with you.